Another podcast episode of Car Sales 101. Hopefully I'm recording. Let me double check. All right, good. All right. So anyways, uh, I don't know how y'all finished out, but we had a good closeout. We did a thing about 110, 115% year over year or month over month. Sorry, guys. It's a new dealership, so it's, it's kind of amazing for that to happen. Uh, guys are all in a good mood, ready to sell some cars. I hope wherever you're at or what dealership you're selling for, I hope you had a phenomenal month. I hope you're kicking ass and taking names. Um, my opinion, I see March being a, a fantastic month. Uh, it looks like everything's going in the right directions. You know, I think the uh, manufacturers are going to start helping out more. I just, I think a lot of things are going in the right directions. All right. So other than that, I think this is episode 33. If not, it's 34. I don't know. You got a lot more episodes to listen to before this. I appreciate each and one of you, each and every one of y'all for listening. Um, y'all know where to connect with me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. Instagram at TNT Dad2728. Once again, if anybody knows how to give me a great following, uh, let me know. And the very last one is LinkedIn Tony in parentheses Anthony last name story. Let me tell y'all a story. Anyways. All right, um, I'm in a more positive mood now. I see a light at the end of the tunnel. I've been working 12 to 13 hours a day just trying to get this dealership in place. So I, I see a lot of good things coming, guys. So on this episode, I'm going to do I'm going to uh, overcome an objection, and it's not really an objection. It is, but it isn't. Um, it's kind of hard and it's kind of vague. But it, what it does is it opens doors to all your objections, all of your objections. Sorry. So. Um, the main objection that, not main objection, the, the, the objection that you get that you really don't have an answer for is I need to think about it. And so what happens is um, you, as, you and me as human beings, us as human beings, what we tend to do is we tend to not want to make bad decisions. I don't know how y'all and y'all purchase, and sorry for my texting in there, but what tends to happen is is we as consumers are afraid of making the wrong decision. Now me, whenever I purchase things, I'll think on it, dwell on it, and I'll cut the umbilical cord and I'll just make the decision. Um, and that's just the way I am. I just want to get it over with. But I typically won't make a purchase for like three to six months. But when I make my purchase, it's done and over with. I don't question it. I don't look back at what I could have bought it for. I do none of that because I just want to be done and over with. Um, I, I do look for the, you know, discounts, rebates, incentives. Um, but if it's something I really want to buy and, and, and I want to buy it and I look, watch it for six months and I, and I don't see a, a discount or anything like that happening, I just go buy it. Um, kind of like with my ear pods. I went for a while on that and watched it and I was like, you know what, they're not going anywhere and I made, I made a purchase. But I don't know if any of y'all noticed this during um, Christmas, the AirPods went up almost about a hundred bucks. So it's one of those things, you don't know if you're buying at the right time or if you made a good decision. But what happens is when a customer sits there and says, I gotta think about it, it's because they're afraid they're gonna make the wrong or bad decision. You know, and they wanna go home and they wanna talk themselves out of it because they don't wanna jump over that or, walk, or uh, jump over that ledge. And not, not that there's something wrong with that, it's, it's a hard objection to overcome, but sometimes an easy, an easy objection to overcome. Because do you know what your, your job as a salesperson is? Is to, is to not persuade, not really convince, not to manipulate, is to tell your customer that they're making the right decision. You're trying to show them why they're making the right decision. You know, and, and here's the reason why. Sometimes your customer, and I work for luxury brands, so it's kind of hard because my, my customers don't want, they don't have to buy a vehicle. 
they want to buy a vehicle. And that goes for a lot of other manufacturers, but it's kind of that simple and easy. So how do I show them that? Well, you show them that through, you know, look, you got a new body style, you got this, that, and you just walk them through that. So, you know, when the customer goes, well, I got to go home and think about it. Just ask a simple question. I know sometimes we go, we get nervous and we, we get, we were afraid to say something or we're going to say something wrong to piss them off or irritate them. But the one thing I've known being in the car business is when you're just straightforward, just say, hey, look, I don't want to beat around the bush. You know, I, I want to sell your car. It's my job. You know, I have these vehicles. They sit on the lot. It, it's of no benefit for us to keep these cars on the lot. Okay. It's of more of a benefit for us to sell the cars. We're more incentivized from the manufacturer. So you want to think about it. What is it that you want to think about? Is it the price? Because there's only like typically three things or four things that the customer has to think about. They don't like the dealership. They don't like you as a salesperson. They don't like the price or they're just afraid to make a bad decision. And it's just that simple. Is it the price? Well, no, it's not the price. Or it's the vehicle, sorry. Uh, not a bad decision. They just don't, they don't like the vehicle. So that's where you kind of, was it the vehicle? Well, no, okay. Is it the price? Well, no, because price and payment and trading are also going to be a factor. So they're gonna, that's going to be one of the answers to that question. You know, is it me as a salesperson? Did I say something wrong? And don't be afraid to say that. Did I say something wrong? And they'll be like, yeah, I just, you know, I felt like, you know, you, I, we could have said this or done this. Okay, well, I apologize for that. Let's see if we can overcome this. And then uh, the very last one, you just, do you not like the dealership? Do you not like the facilities? Am I too far of a drive to do your service? What is it that you don't like uh, particular about this purchase? And then that's when you know the objections will start coming out. You know, if they if they if they sit there and you're not getting much from them, just say, hey, there's typically four reasons why. Which reason is it? Um, and 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 that's when you'll get your reasons. That's when things will start coming out. Um, and, and it's like I said, customers are just afraid to make a bad or wrong decision. That's all it is. It's nothing more than that. It's nothing like that. The customer, <clears throat> um, you know. Uh, I don't know, they're going through a divorce. They're gonna tell you that stuff, okay? That stuff's gonna come out in, 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 in the wash. But that's why you need to just ask questions and find out. Sorry guys, I gotta concentrate a little bit because I'm in traffic. I wanna make sure I don't hit nobody or get into a car accident. Because um, I'm meeting my wife for some margaritas. Because uh, I like having margaritas. But anyways. So, um, when a customer sits there and says, I need to go home and think about it, um, that's, those are typically the four reasons why. And just ask them. Be upfront, you know, be straightforward with them and, and, and find out what it is. And that's another thing I kind of want to go over with you guys. Don't be afraid to ask the obvious question. You know, there's an elephant in the room most of the time with you and your customer, and you're afraid to ask that question because you're afraid you're going to offend them. You're going to say something wrong. You feel like you're, you know, you're going you're to screw up the whole entire deal. You know, the one thing I've learned over my time in the car business is even nowadays I still say some off the wall things because I want to figure out what it is. Hey, Mr. Customer, what did I say wrong? Um, or, you know, just for example, there was a customer that came into the dealership and uh, he's been there three or four times. He wants to buy this car, but each time he offers this ridiculous amount and I said, and he comes in the door and he looks at me, he's like, you ready to make a deal today? I said, if your price ain't my price, I ain't making no deal with you. I said, I don't feel like going through the begging phase and I don't feel like wasting my time or your time. So are you going to come up in price? And if not, don't worry about it. So then um, he goes, all right, well, let me go talk to uh, Vernon. So he goes back there, talks to the salesperson, salesperson comes up a thousand bucks. I'm $5,000 away, $4,000 away. I said, look, just tell him to go on and uh, uh, beat feet. 
But the reason why I did that is because I don't want to waste my time. It's not valuable of my time to convince this customer to buy a car for me and lose money on it. Um, it's, it's an old age unit, but I'm not going to lose that kind of money on that car. And so that's what you, you know, be, don't be afraid to say the, the obvious thing or the elephant in the room. Don't be afraid that you're going to offend somebody because sometimes you just need to say that obvious question. For example, today, let me just give you all an example again. I love giving examples. But I had a customer, you know, he offered me a, a ridiculous discount on the price of the vehicle. I go to his office, like, well, just to be honest with you, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't have to buy a car today. And he just shrugs his shoulders, like, okay. And, and I shrug my shoulders back. Okay, well, then you don't have to buy a car today. And then he sits there and he starts telling me the reasons why I need discounts. So I'm gonna make him sell me now. And then at the end of the day, I t- turn around and flip it. I'm like, look, I'm not here to go back and forth with you. I mean, you're offering a discount or an aggressive price that I can't even get to. I mean, I appreciate the offer, but at the end of the day, I cannot do that price. And so he's telling me more and more reasons why I need to be justified in my price. And there's nothing wrong with that, guys. Um, but I was, I was like, man, I want to sell you a car. And so, you know, he come to find out. He took a 45, 50-minute drive to get here based on a referral. Look, I said, look, you, you were sent here by somebody. You were referred. You drove quite a bit of ways. I don't want to sit here and uh, not – I don't want you to leave empty-handed. I want to sell your car. You seem like a reasonable guy. So let me just go back, look at my cost, let me play with the numbers a little bit, and this is what I'll, and I'll tell you what I can do. And I did exactly that, and I went back, and I, and I offered him a great deal, and he took it, and he bought it, and he's going to buy a second car from us. And that's what I'm trying to say, guys. At the end of the day, I was just being upfront and honest with the guy. I wasn't trying to beat him up. He wasn't trying to beat me up. It's just, I, got, I want to know what it is. Because I don't like to drag sales processes out. I don't like to sit there and go back and forth five or ten times. It's not fun. It's not... It's not, uh, uh, it's not of good value to my time or the customer's time. So anyways, I went off on a way off tangent, but I just kind of want to give you all some advice because this is the stuff I see daily as a sales manager. You know, um, I see salespeople bringing me things and they think that the customer is going to think this way. Uh, and the last little tangent I'm going to go off, a salesperson comes to me and he goes, hey, look, you know, I, I think I'm going to shut the guy down here and this, this. And I gave him a couple of options. I said, go tell him this and this. Well, I think, I said, look, I appreciate the time that you spent with the customer, but I want you to tell, I want the customer to tell you what they think. Because if you go back with this proposal and that's not what he's thinking at all, then we've just wasted our time and we've kind of lost face. So he goes back and he tells me kind of what he wanted to do. And I'm like, okay, I can work with that. And at the end of the day, it's just, you know, Ask the customer. Don't think for the customer. Hey, look, I, I want to go back to my manager and I want to tell him we're going to do this, this, and this. I, I don't, I don't want to go back and forth 10 times. What do you think? What, logically, how are we going to get you to purchase this vehicle? Walk me through the steps. Walk me of why you think you should go through this price. I'll tell my manager that. But if it's not logical, then I want to see, you know, how I can show you that my price is, 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 you know, where it needs to be. You know, Mr. Customer, what you're offering me for the trade, I just, I don't see it. You know, I, we, we, don't, we don't try to not give you a good value for your trade. If I'm off by a thousand bucks, two thousand bucks, you know, it might be a trim package, but if I'm off by five thousand bucks, it, it's just, that's not, we're not even in the same ballpark. So with that being said, I wanna make sure I'm offering you the right value. 
you know, where are you getting your research from? And, and that way I can take it back to my manager. And then, well, private party, well, private party is totally different. You can go put this on, you know, um, uh, Craigslist, whatever it is. Obviously, you can try to get private party money for it, but you're not going to get it because you can't get that at a dealership. And I told a customer this the other day. So I am going, guys, I apologize I'm going off on a tangent, but this guy submitted it. He gave me his trades, had them on Car Gurus, and, he's, and he posts them, and he has them at retail value. Well, I plug it into our trading system. We're a network dealership, so it was, the, it was appraised at another dealership at another price. I sent him, I said, hey, look, you've already had these appraised. I'm not offering you a premium more than what our sister dealership's gonna offer you. I can't. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, if you don't want to take that price, I completely understand. So he says, man, I never got these appraised over there. Well, he did. He did it through Kelly Blue Book ICO. But the thing was, is he sent it over there. They put it in the system. They appraised it. They might have not told him the numbers, but he got the vehicles appraised. I said, and he goes, you know, I, I'm looking to get this value. So you're trying to get retail for yours and you're trying to pay wholesale for mine. I, that, that's not a business I'm, I'm interested in. But I was being honest with the guy. He's like, I appreciate it. He said, if y'all come across anything, let me know. I said, that's fine, but I'm not going to be anywhere near the values you want for your vehicles. So you're going to just kind of have to sell them private party if that's the number you want for them. And then I'm, I said, apologize, but I can't do that. Um, you know, we're, I, I'm a for-profit business. I'm not a non-profit business, so I, I can't do that kind of business. And so he was cool about it, and I kind of called him out, but at the end of the day, he knew what was going on. He knew that he couldn't pull a fast one on us, but I was upfront and honest with him, like, don't do this to me. You know, I, we value our time, we value what we do. And so he understood that at the end of the day. And some people are scared to do that because they're scared they're going to offend the customer, turn them off or whatnot. Don't be afraid to do that because it's it's your business at the end of the day. So anyways, guys, enough going on tangents, but when a customer sits there and says, I, uh, I need to go home and think about it, that's what they're, they're afraid to make the bad decision. Just like you, when you go in and you sit there and you tell somebody, hey, and it's the funniest thing in the world, we as salespeople are customers too. When you say this, think about the things that your customer says and think about if you're in that position, why would you say that? And usually you'll find the answer. It's very simple, very easy. Don't sit there and go and get nervous and go, well, I gotta go talk to my manager. Think through it. Hey, give me just one second. I, I, I think I know what you're thinking here. Just give me one second. Let me just go backtrack through this in my mind and, re, and retract and just start working through things, okay? And that's typically what it is. It's you, you are your customer. Think about what you would think. Think about what you would say and how you would overcome that. And that's really all it is, guys. Um, hopefully I answered any of y'all's questions on this objection right here. Um, if you see that somebody else can use this, you know, share it, DM them, uh, private message them this episode. Do whatever you need to do. We got 111 listens on the last podcast. I truly appreciate it. Um, I love you guys. Make sure you're sharing this podcast with everything, everybody. I hope everybody has a killer fucking month. I think March is going to be fucking awesome, guys. Um, go out there, sell some fucking cars. Don't give away all the gross. Stand for the money you mean, you mean to make. All right? Um, like I told you in the past, I told you, I missed it on the last episode, but this could be the easiest six-figure or the hardest five-figure job. Um, and you know, guys, we all win when we all win, so please share this information because if, if you're winning uh, and, and people are, and you're giving this information, we're, you're all going to win. Your dealership's going to sell more cars, leaves more room for promotions. 
You know, guys, it's just, it's a good thing. If you, if you have a sales manager that you want to share this with, share with them because I'm going to start doing some episodes on some sales, some management and stuff like that, guys. And if anybody lives in the Houston area, please, man, I'd like to sit down and have an interview with you. Uh, just where you're, wherever you're at in the process. You don't have to be, you know, the number one sales manager, the number one finance manager, the number one um, uh, salesman. I just want, I want somebody else to give their information out to everybody else too, man. So it's like I told you guys, I love y'all. Y'all mean the world to me. Um, I'm not trying to get sentimental, but I am crying, guys. I love you guys. I'm just joking. <laughs> but uh, y'all guys are an awesome group of people. I don't even care if I go down to 50 people listening to this uh, podcast. Uh, but I really, 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 truly appreciate you guys. All right, y'all have a great month, great, a great year, uh, great month. Um, I hope y'all had a good closeout and get paid what you're supposed to get paid. Um, and peace.